this is Ashley's Heart Song. This is the place where we get out of the stress and back into our body, our life, and our business. When we tap into the song of our heart, this is when we master the mind and the stress that can steal our life. This is the Three Brains approach to increase health, energy, and vitality by working with the body, the soul, and the spirit, all three aspects of you. So to get started this week on our journey through this show, we got to start with the vitality score. Let's see, how are you doing with your vitality? So the physical body, that one's first. Physically, where are you today? Are you knocking it out of the park in a 10 with energy and the body is mobile and flexible and strong? Or are you under a five, more around the one to five range where maybe you're hurting, maybe you're stiff and sore, maybe you are totally fatigued? Put down your vitality score for the physical. And next we have the emotional body. Let's go there next. Emotionally, are you emotionally balanced or are you a little off kilter today? Maybe a little moody. Maybe you are just, I don't know, feel out of balance, feel out of sorts. From a one to a 10, 10 being you are awesome. Emotionally, you're balanced, you feel great. One being you're more around the moody scale. Next up is our mental fitness. Mentally, how fit are you today? Do you have clarity of mind? Do you have um, intentions that you're following through with? Do you feel on point? Where are you mentally between one and a 10? 10 being you're knocking it out of the park. One is, eh, you're a little slow today. Lastly, our spiritual. Spiritually, where are you on the score, on the scale of one to 10? 10 being spiritually, you're aligned, you are connected, you're inspired, or a one to a five where you're totally disconnected, uninspired today, you just, just are out of sorts. Where are you? Now add up those numbers together, it could be a maximum score of 40. Where are you on this scale? Where are you today on this vitality score scale? Remember, this is not a time for judgment. This is a time of reflection for you to take a peek and to get an honest view of where you really are on those aspects of yourself. Because y'all, let's face it, if we just ignore these, these symptoms or these experiences that we have within ourselves, if we ignore them, pretend they, they're not there and just keep pushing on, well, they're going to come up and just slam you in the back and knock you down and take you out. And when things like this take us out, it can really take us out for quite a while. And the whole idea of our life is to love it. The whole idea of our life is to feel good while we're in it. We're to experience all of the goodness this life has. And yet, when we do not process experiences, beliefs, patterns, behaviors, when we don't process them as they come, they tend to collect and we collect them in our body and they begin talking, <laughs> speaking loudly, sometimes with excruciating pain and sometimes with 
the inability to work. Sometimes it is with foggy thinking and a moody, moody body, moody emotional set, and we don't get anything done. We're not living the life we're supposed to live. And then we begin eating in a way we are not to eat. We begin choosing foods that are not nourishing for our body. We begin, I don't know, falling back into the habits that got us where we are in the first place. And I don't know about you, but I believe each and every day is about overcoming the habits and the patterns that have been holding hostage. And are we always successful? No. But those days that we are successful at overcoming those patterns that we put into play years upon years upon years ago, oh, those days are really good. It is those days that we have excelled, that we have expanded, that we have elevated. And that next day is so much easier because we did the work. On the days that we don't do the work, the day following ends up being a, mm, a muck puddle. <laughs> and you're in your rain boots and the muck puddle's reaching all the way up to the top of those rain boots. And it makes it that much harder to stay the course. And our topic today is about commitment and compassion. These are two sacred metabolizers that have a synergy and they work together. And the beautiful thing about them is they work together, especially when you're with someone else. And as we go through this process, um, you will get that bigger picture of how commitment and compassion work and how they can work in your life in an exponential way, especially when it comes to your health. So let's start with just a few, um, a few quotes that I found that I really liked. Commitment means staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left you. You know, this reminds me of the marriage commitment. Right off the bat, when I read that, it reminded me of marriage. Because those of us who are married, we know marriage is the most fantastic journey that you could ever go on because it tests you. It it um, challenges you. It fills you. It is fulfilling. It's a, that relationship that is committed that can be so fulfilling, but it's also the hardest thing probably anyone has ever done is to be in relationship with someone year after year after year after year after year. And when we make that commitment, when we're in love and everything is shiny and rosy, it's long before you know that the person pushes the toothpaste out from the center of the tube instead of the end. It's long before you realize that the, the your spouse leaves the toilet seat up in the middle of the night. It's, it's way before any of those little nuances happen. Mm, pardon me. I tickled myself. And then, pardon me, 
And then once that mood of in love, puppy love, whatever you want to call it, once that feeling doesn't end, but it just gets pushed aside. Apologies. It gets pushed aside because of day to day, because of you're raising kids, you're both working, you are challenged because your schedules are just filled to the brim with everything that needs to be done. And so that in love glow feels like it's fading. It's still there. Love is still there. And commitment is the ability to stay with it even after that mood of glow, love glow has passed or is has a blanket over it, that commitment still stands strong. That is one of the truest forms of commitment that I can think of. It's that ability to stay with it. When you go on, when you go on a D-I-E-T, the diet, and let's say you are making a lifestyle change with your food. I love that word, that terminology better. But when you make that lifestyle change with food and you have made a decision to do it and you are eating a macronutrient balance and you're eating to the point of energy and you know all these mind-body nutrition tools because you've been working with me. And you know how to show up with your food and you have made that intention, that commitment to stay the course, to reach your goal of living at your body's natural weight and beyond. You've made this commitment that once you've participated in your food life differently, that you're going to continue with that pattern of behaving in your food life differently, showing up differently. You're gonna, you're committed to continuing it the rest of your life. Long after the decision to lose weight, the excitement about it, when we tell someone, I am gonna lose weight. I am going on this program. I cannot wait because I'm gonna lose 50 pounds. When you share that with someone and they go, oh my gosh, that's thrilling. Good for you that you made this decision. And that, that feels so good. Those words coming in, it feels good. You feel like, wow, I can do this. That's that glow. That's that commitment glow, the initial commitment glow. And then the patterns come in. The past behaviors come in on day 28. They come in and you go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, this is hard. I don't know how to handle this pattern. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go ahead and closet eat, or I'm just going to go ahead and eat this candy bar, this these dozen cookies. I'm just going to go ahead because today's hard and I'm just going to do it. That's breaking that commitment because the glow was gone. How many people do you know have broken the commitment to themselves to get the weight off for good only to lose that commitment because they didn't stay the course through the tough time? And then you have the two percenters. 
The two percenters are the ones who have made this decision, this commitment to change the lifestyle, to live in a higher state of operation, higher state of being, which is in, in the state, um, in the sacred metabolizers. That's what we've been talking about. On the other episodes, I've brought in other sacred metabolizers, and it's about living in that elevated state so your biological processes are elevated and you mobilize more fat for energy. I mean, it's just beautiful. There's 2% of people who have made the commitment to stay the course after they have lost the weight, and they have kept the weight off longer than two years. That's only 2% of people have that kind of commitment to hang with it and keep the weight off for longer than two years. Wow, that's mind blowing. It makes you wanna go, wait, no, I can do that, right? And you can, you can do that. The key here is to stay the course through the dark times, through the times when the old patterns come in and wanna pull you off course. Those old feelings of insecurity and unworthiness and inability to stay the course. When all of those patterns come in, it's your time to stand and go, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I am committed. I am committed to stay the course to being a healthier, more vibrant me. I am healthy and vibrant and I will stay the course no matter what. Commitment helps propel us through those dark times. And that is a sacred metabolizer at work. That is when the bio biology of you, when you stick with that commitment and you press through that dark time, that is when the biology of you is elevated and you mobilize more fat for energy. You heal and repair much faster. Your cells are singing. It's so beautiful, truly. It takes a deep commitment to change and an even deeper commitment to grow. That's by Ralph Ellison. And that is the truth. Walking through those dark times, those dark moments with commitment is where the growth happens. That's when you realize, oh my gosh, look how much strength I have within me. That's when you realize how powerful you really are is because you stayed the course. You didn't let the, the bear grab you and take you down. You kept going, being committed, not through force, not through fight, but through that alignment of weight. I am committed to living in my body's natural weight with health and vitality so that I can empower others, so I can encourage others, so I can be the light for other people. That is what it's about. It's about being in alignment with who you are. That's commitment. Commitment to stay in a marriage is, wait a minute, I love who that person is. I love them so deeply. When you imagine that person you're in relationship with as they were as a child, the person that was showing up when you fell in love with them, when you remember that and stay committed and connected to that, that is what gets you through 
the dark time because you're in alignment and committed to who they really are, not who they're being, who is representing them today because of experiences in their life, because of circumstances in their life. That's not them. You know them. And in that commitment to stay the course and to be in that alignment through love, oh my gosh, that's two sacred metabolizers that are coming into play to elevate your biology, to elevate your life. Because what happens when you're committed and you follow through, when you express love and you follow through, then what happens? You're joy-filled. You're not happy. You're joyful. Happy is circumstantial. Joyful is a state of operation. Joyful is who you are. It's your state of being. And by being committed, we will have a joyful heart. Nothing shapes your life more than the commitment you choose to make. That's by Rick Warren. Nothing shapes your life more than the commitments you choose to make. Each commitment you make and follow through with builds a life you love. Truly. Compassion, on the other hand, is another beautiful sacred metabolizer. Compassion is not a virtue. It is a commitment. It's not something we have or don't have. It's something we choose to practice. And when you practice compassion for another person, for yourself, you elevate your biology. Compassion means to feel love and mercy. Pardon me. Toward another person. Compassion means to feel love and mercy toward another person. It means to have sympathy and desire to relieve the suffering of others. It means to show kindness and tenderness towards another. That's by Barbara Thompson. There's a story I want to share with you. And it is about a woman named Lisa. Lisa is this beautiful mom of two. She's a single mom. She's a working two jobs to support her two children. Despite all those challenges, she is committed to providing a good life for her kids. She works tirelessly often sacrificing her own needs for the sake of her children. This is what a mom does, right? Moms, we as moms do this. At least the second job, she has this boss that has built his business from the ground up. And through building that business, he has learned the value of hard work. And he knew the importance of compassion, not only for oneself, but for other people as well. He called Lisa into his office one day and he asked her about her life. He wanted to know more about her. He noticed her dedication, her commitment to the job and to her family. And so he wanted to know more. Lisa shared with him all of her struggles. 
She was hesitant, yes, but she did share with him her struggles and he listened. Her boss sitting across from her had an open heart and an open mind and listened to her and understood the weight of her situation. Because he was so moved by her commitment, because he too knows the sign of commitment because he had commitment building his business. But he was moved by her commitment to her children and recognized her need for support. John decided to help. There are so many fun ways that people can help others. And the way that this gentleman helped this woman who worked for him was truly amazing. He offered her a promotion at a higher salary, which enabled Lisa to quit her other job. He also implemented a childcare program at the office so that on days when Lisa needed, her children could come with her to work. He extended true compassion to her because of her commitment. Do you see this beautiful synergy between commitment and compassion? When you are committed and you show up fully, compassion will a lot of times come in through your door when you least expect it from someone else. But imagine you maintaining this commitment to yourself, commitment to, to stay the course with your vision for greater health and vitality. Imagine you staying that course and it coming upon those dark days when a mood or an experience wants to grab hold of you and take you down. And imagine your, you, yourself, instead of going into judgment, which is typically what we tend to do as human beings, we go into judgment, criticizing, speaking the negative self-talk, but instead we go into self-compassion and we begin to have compassion for ourselves, compassion for our circumstance, showing us, shining a light to ourselves that we can stay the course. We just gotta keep put one foot in front of the other and stay in the light of positivity. Commitment and compassion are not just important, y'all. They're essential for fulfilling, for a fulfilling and a healthy life. Would you love for every area of your life, all eight areas of your life, and the sole aspect of you, would you love to live with that greater health and vitality, with energy abundant? Bring in commitment and compassion to yourself. And then when you express that to yourself, that is one of the keys to personal growth and self-improvement, which means that you elevate into the next day. And in that next day, it's so much easier to stay the course. It starts with you. It starts right here in the heart of you. You have the power to commit, only you. No one else can help you commit to living at your body's natural weight, to staying married, to staying within your budget every single month. No one can commit that for you. 
that power to do so comes within yourself. Be compassionate towards yourself inside of this commitment. <clears throat> Compassion is that gentle understanding of the suffering of not only yourself, but of others. And it's also your desire to alleviate it. So do you have compassion within yourself? Do you desire to alleviate the suffering of yourself? I mean, that's quite an impact question, isn't it? Are you ready to alleviate the suffering within yourself so that you can alleviate the suffering in others? We must tend to ourselves in order to be the light for others and to shine that compassion in on them. You know, when we're looking at commitment and compassion and we're wanting to adopt them into our life, we can think about them. We can think about being committed and we can think about being compassionate, but it's not until we're being them that they have that magnetic power of elevating your biological processes and elevating the world. Until you take it from your mind, thinking about it, and into your heart space, it will only be an empty action. It's coming from the heart space of you, the heart brain and allowing yourself to be that state of operation of commitment and compassion, that is when it elevates your biology. That is when you become a fat mobilizing machine. That is when you hold on to lean tissue. That is when you elevate the enzymes in your body, digestive output. That is when you hold on to your immune system. That's when the immune system's elevated. Bone density is protected. It's when we're those states of operation. We can't just think about it, y'all. It's about being it. So are you being committed and compassionate towards yourself and towards others? They are, create, they are a powerful synergy, y'all. Super powerful to bring them in together into your health journey, into your self-discovery of your own wellness. It's beautiful because like we have discussed around the stress factor, we've got to get out of that stress factor in order to bring vibrant health into our very body. And one of those ways to do that is by looking at commitment and how can we be more committed and how can we follow through with that commitment, but then also the compassion for ourselves when we are going through those difficult times, the dark days, having that compassion and seeking. I love that. Through the dark days, we seek. We seek the light. We seek the compassion for self. We seek restoration. We seek it. We don't look for it. Looking is temporary. Seeking is staying the course. It is. It's where you've just Ugh. <laughs> you've got the grit and the gumption 
to just continue on without the fight, but with the flow of it. It's beautiful. All right, so I want to leave you today with seven rules of life. I love these so much. These were um, these came across my uh, path in internet search, and so I'm going to share them with you. Seven rules of life. Number one, let it go. Never run a good day by thinking about a bad day yesterday. Never, never, never. Yesterday is gone. Only look to today, y'all. Number two, ignore them. Don't listen to other people. Live a life that's empowering to you. Give it time. Time heals everything. That's number three. Give it time. Time heals everything. And y'all, it truly does. Why are we rushing to make things happen? I'm not talking about um, in your business and elevating to the next level. I'm not talking about that kind of thing. I'm speaking to in relationships, in, in seeing the results of your lifestyle changes. Don't rush, stay the course, do the work. And with time, it will heal and transform everything. Number four, don't compare. The only person you should try to beat is the person you were yesterday. We were talking about that earlier, that when we are entering into our next day, it's about leaving, leaving behind the problems, processing them, releasing them, letting them go, so that when we step into our next day, we are clean, clear, and we can elevate into those footsteps. And don't compare yourself to yesterday or to other people. Be present with you now and elevate from the day before. Be just a tiny bit better than you were the day before. Number five, stay calm. It's okay to not have everything figured out. Know that in time you'll get there. Yes, stay calm. Don't do the freak out dance. Y'all, the freak out dance never works. It only hinders our process moving forward because when we do the freak out dance, we stub our toe, bump our head and lose our keys. No, 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 no. Stay calm. Stay calm. Be in the flow. Number six, it's on you. Only you are in charge of your happiness. Truth. Truth. And only you are in charge of being joyful. Notice I said being joyful. You're the beingness of it. Number seven, smile. Life is short. Enjoy it while you have it. Truer words have never been said. Smile, smile, smile. That will also elevate your physiology. Thank you, y'all, for joining me for Ashley's Heart Song. If you've been part of the live audience, I am so grateful that you're here with me. Thank you for being here. And we will be um, transitioning over into some Q&A with the live audience. With those of you who are watching the replay, thrilled that you found Ashley's Heart Song. I am live every Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time on the Win Win Women TV network. We show up on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. I look forward to seeing y'all next Monday. Until then, uh, tap into commitment and compassion and see how your physiology is going to soar. See y'all next time.